Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. Give me the Star Wars. Don't let them in. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. This is a Star Wars episode, obviously. It's episode 423. And in just a moment, me and my man, Matt, will be going through a little bit of an anniversary issue with Star Wars 25, but also the new Darth Vader book as well. But before you do go and listen to that, please go and check us out on Twitter, WS Marvel Comics. If you follow us, we'll follow you back. Go to our website, weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com. Check out some reviews there and go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdscience, where you can help us out for all the things we do here on this regular feed and get a ton of exclusive podcasts as well. One of them that we always do talk about is the Marvel Comics Patreon Spotlight Show. Two books each week picked by the badasses of the Get Fresh crew. And this past week, they ended up picking New Fantastic Four number two in Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings number one. Me and Jason going through those in an episode that's about 40 minutes quick in and out talking about those two books two books that we liked enough but maybe want a little bit more from it but some of the other things that we do on the patreon i don't usually go in detail about some of the other shows but we do end up having over 2600 unique shows on there and average about over a five-year span two episodes a day of exclusive podcasts on our Patreon. So we do end up doing the work. You just, if you check it out, you might find something that you like. We have a Walking Dead reading club, a Walking Dead comics reading club show that we end up following the new deluxe versions as they come out. We have a comic book crisis power hour show that's a podcast about the big events that happen, both Marvel and DC. And we are in the middle of doing a Marvel deal. We're doing Infinity Gauntlet. Me and Matt, who you're going to be hearing in a minute, me and him going through Infinity Gauntlet. We just did issue number two last Wednesday. And this coming up Wednesday, we'll do number three. And other things like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles podcast. We have a Book of the Month podcast where me and my man Stork are in the middle of going through the boys, the Garth Ennis deal that a lot of people are hyped up because of the TV show but also a lot of DC stuff, also a lot of manga stuff, and just a ton of stuff in between. So the best way to go is to check it out, Weird Science. Uh, what is it? Patreon.com slash Weird Science. And all of the things that I talked about, all of the links, everything you can find in each of our show's show notes, and in there you'll see a campsite bio link. Hit that, and it'll give you all the other links. You go and check out everything Weird Science, and hopefully you will at least give us that opportunity to wow you to wow you with all the stuff we do but that's that let's get on with this like i said it is me and matt talking about the latest issues of star wars and darth vader the star wars more of a celebration of charles sewell we talk a bit about it at the beginning of how there's a letter there that seems like he's patting himself on the back maybe we we're a little too mean uh because i really do like some of the stories in this it's just a kind of Stops the momentum of the regular book So there you go We have an annuals week coming up in August Maybe this could have been like an annual Maybe it could have been something like that But it's not And it's this week And here we go Because off to me and Matt talking a little bit of Star Wars And I'm here with Matt What up Matt? What up Jim? What up? And we have two books this week But one's going to be real quick And 
We actually thought it wasn't going to be so quick. It is Star Wars 25, and I thought that this was going to be an oversized issue. Thought I knew from the cover we were worried that it wasn't going to really tie into anything that we're doing right now in the main lines of the Star Wars stuff, and that's true. It doesn't, because pretty much this, is my mind, isn't just, you know, or isn't a celebration of Star Wars. It's a celebration of Charles Soule. Yep. He ends up telling you that in the letter at the beginning where you thought was a bit pretentious. <laughs> and and so with this, too, I just have to mention the idea when we end up, you know, doing these books and whatnot, we really don't center on, you know, we don't like that writer or we like that one or whatever. But, yeah, that that letter kind of turned me off as well. I usually don't really think much of Charles. So, I mean, he's a good writer, also a lawyer, like smart guy, whatever. But this is like, oh, my God, I did 100 issues of Star Wars. But because it's not one book, you have to kind of point it out here and have stories where he gets to go back with the artist and the creative teams that he ended up having on a bunch of his different books to tell little stories. And the funny thing is he's like, these are stories that I, you know, didn't get to tell then because they didn't fit or something I thought of later. And I thought to myself, so what you're telling me, they don't matter. They don't matter. If you like. You know, Charles Sewell, if you like the books that he's done or if you want to have a really good Obi-Wan and Anakin story, though it's about four pages long, uh, you will enjoy that, I would think. And then, Yeah, that's excellent. And, and as we go through these, and we're going to go quick. This is going to be very quick, and then we'll get to the Star Wars Darth Vader book in a second. As you go, each one we talk about, I like less and less to <laughs> when we get to a Poe Dameron story at the end that really just should say, hey, everybody, Poe Dameron. Because it doesn't do much. It's just there with the Black Squadron. It it just doesn't do anything in my mind. But it's it's. I was just going to say the, the putting the letter at the beginning that really rubs me the wrong way. It's 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 just if this thing was at the end, I would have been like, you know what, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it did. It is weird. It's like, oh my god, look, I've been on a hundred issues. Hey, everybody, pat me on the back. But like I said, these are okay. You end up Obi-Wan and Anakin, the lesson, the first one, it's written by Charles Sewell and art by Roman Rosanis. And I'll just use the art and the, well, mm-hmm. all of them are written by Charles Sewell, but we'll just go with that because of all the different stories. But it's a, it's a cool story where mm-hmm. Anakin thinks that I'd like that. It kind of has the feel of how young kids think they're the first ones to think of things first off, because he's like, Hey, uh, Obi-Wan. Couldn't we get these Kyber crystals and end up making bombs and stuff and blasters? Why do we use lightsabers? <laughs> And it's funny because Obi-Wan says, well, I ended up trying to do the same thing. And and really, you think he had that same talk with Qui-Gon because he even says, Qui-Gon said to me this and whatnot. But he has a good explanation of the lightsaber. It is a symbol. It shows our enemies and everybody against us that we have trained very hard to use it because not yeah. everybody can use that. Anybody can shoot a blaster. And it's a personal deal. And I like where Charles Sewell does go. He goes more than just surface level. He actually seems to have thought this out. And Obi-Wan says, listen, we end up, you know, if you decide to kill or hurt somebody, you you have to really know that you're doing it. It's not like throwing a bomb or a grenade. You end up having the lightsaber. It's personal. You have to know what you're doing. You have to be committed to that. So that's a pretty cool thing. And then Anakin says, well, what about the dark side? They use lightsabers. And I like that, too. It really is just crap talk of the sith where -hmm. they use the lightsabers just to say we're using them too because we're better than you (laughs) and that ends up leading into the next story so i thought that was a pretty cool deal because you go to the next story which is darth vader 
The Lesson, written by Charles Sewell, with art by Giuseppe Comancoli. And now we have a Darth Vader who is being you know, trained and actually sparring with the Emperor, which is funny because a couple issues ago in, I guess, Darth Vader, you said, yep. we've never seen it. And I said, yeah, no. I guess, but I guess they do it behind the scenes. We see it here. And I like the play of these two. And I wish maybe these two could have been expanded and it would have just been that. And uh-huh. you could have went back and forth between that, you know, swiping back and forth because Obi-Wan's being very nice to Anakin, obviously, but he wants to teach him and wants to make him better while you have the, the Emperor pretty much trying to beat the Jedi out of Darth. He even says, you fight like a Jedi and ends up just wrecking him and pretty much says, we we have one weapon, not the lightsaber. The one weapon is the dark side of the force. That's all you need. That's what you're going to do. And you're going to obey me and you're going to listen to me. And it ends with kind of a you know, cowering Darth Vader saying, okay, yes, master, and learning again. And again, this is that Sith deal, you know, the master and and his, you know, underling deal of mm-hmm. having, you know, you're always going to fight each other, and that's how you kind of become the main guy. It, it's kind of a cool idea. I like the juxtaposition between the two. Then we have a Kylo Ren story, and the next two I just think are, okay, what are we going to do? Well, we I, he wrote Kylo Ren. Let's do a Kylo Ren deal. And it's just, hey, Kylo Ren. He's going <laughs> around and he ends up, you know, trying to find seemingly the fo- force ghost of Luke. He yep. ends up going to Crate. He's there with the Knights of Ren. And he's, you know, looking and, hey, where are you? Whatever. And he's not there. Then goes to Ankto. And I saw a lot of different pronunciations of that. I was actually looking it up. But he goes there. That's where the hologram was. So he sees there at Crate first. Then he goes down to where Luke actually died and where he was hiding out. When he gets there, he yells, you know, where are you, Skywalker? Come on, show yourself. And again, what what do you think he would want from that? I you know, I don't think it's all anger. I think the anger is is that Luke hasn't come and talked to him. He misses him, I guess. Yeah, and, and he might want to who knows, apologize, you know, find out something, see what's yeah. going on. But I think that it is that kind of anger, like almost an abandoned child type anger is what it seems to me. Sadness and anger mixed together. Again, it would be like one of those where you'll see people that, you know, were abandoned by their parents or something. And they, oh, that's where I grew up. Burn it down. Like you become a rich guy. And you, but take all these buildings down. <laughs> and yeah, he just ends up, Onktel gets, you know, bombed. You have General Hux there. Oh, I can't stand like General Hux, bomb this place. Oh, aren't you going to stay to watch? Like watch what? There's nothing here. And again, that's well, almost in my mind the, yeah, he is now fully dead to me. Screw this. I'm leaving. And so that that's okay. Again, some of these will, will rely on whether or not you like the characters or whatnot. And so I was, he, like was, his plan, was his plan just to stand there and watch it get bombarded? Hux? What? Like Hux? Just, I think they yeah. were just like, he was just going to leave. Yeah, I guess he was. Don't you, do, don't you do that from the safety of space? You watch that? Yeah, I, I think maybe that's what they would have done anyway. But. <laughs> It's like, you know, you go and demolish a building. Somebody's got to watch it, I guess, to yeah, see guess. that it works out. But And I thought that's the thing. I think that what the deal is is that Hux thinks that the bombing is the pleasurable thing for Kylo. It's not. Mm-hmm. This is the I'm just ending this. I'm leaving. Nothing's here for me. I'm done. Yeah, close and that then chapter. Leave. So it's okay. And then you get Poe. Poe Dameron, a eulogy for Snap <laughs> by Charles Sewell and Phil Noto. And it's just the old deal where, you know, you have at the end of the battle, Snap Wexley had died the Battle of Exegol. 
and you have them around the campfire, and you have the Black Squadron there. They're talking about, yeah. you know, snap. It's okay. It's just a way to showcase Phil Noto's mastery of drawing Poe. Yeah, it looks. I mean, looks great. <laughs> like, really looks like Poe, like, dead on. Yeah. But yeah, overall, it's okay. I mean, you're going to get this if you're collecting, you know, the main run, you're going to have this there. I don't think it's something that you would pull out at certain times and want to revisit, but. I do think, and this is something just to put aside, and maybe years from now, if you're young enough, like years from now, I do think that that Anakin and Obi-Wan story will probably be reprinted in some certain things. Like if they end up having a celebration of Star Wars, first off, it's very short, so you can put it in and get another story in, but it's really good. I thought that that was a really good story. So I think that that's the best of them. They kind of go down sequentially. And by the end, I think that I'm still going to give it like a, an eight, maybe a seven, five. It, it's just, it's not necessary that the letter might rub you the wrong way. like it did to you. <laughs> uh, but overall, it, it didn't get me angry. It's seriously, if you have a two and a half minutes to spare, you, you could read this. It is so quick. I mean, you went, when it ended with that post, I actually was like, whoa, it's ended. Like, that's it. And it's, it's and it's yeah. Not this should have been oversized. This should have yeah, been oversized. Yeah, you would think it would have been something bigger or something. Or split I don't between know. between the uh, the first two stories, and that was it. I'd give it. I'd give it. Uh, you know what? Because uh, it was quick, and the first story was so good. I'll give it an eight. And it just and I the letter doesn't bother me. It's just that it, that you it's at the very beginning. Usually they put that stuff at the end. I never see it at the beginning. But I, I do. I do not begrudge Charles Soule's efforts in this. I mean he. He definitely has put his time in with Star Wars. Oh, so. well, yeah. Yeah. And he, he knows has. it. It's just funny. Like I said, usually when you're on something for 100 issues, you have it as 100 issues of a run. Yeah. He's been all over the place. Tom King wanted to get to 100 issues of Batman. Joshua Williamson got to 100 issues of Flash. Those are the two that kind of pop in my mind right now. And, you know, that is something to be very proud of and celebrate. It's just this is 100 issues of a franchise with a, a bunch of books. But Charles Soule has been really good. With a lot of the books he, he has And you know his Darth Vader Stuff before and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that Really good so yeah It's it's a cool deal like I said Obi-Wan and Anakin I'm not going to tell you it's worth The price of admission but If you're a Charles Soule fan and you're a Star Wars fan you, you could do worse I mean There yep. are there are worse books that came out The last couple of weeks that, than this I mean if you have a choice between This and a tie-in retelling Of the Mandalorian TV show I would go with this me too. I would grab this real quick and, and maybe read it. Also, I think, I mean, overall, if you ended up having somebody, another thing, just the last bit, and we'll move on. But if you had somebody that liked the movies but haven't read the comics, this actually works out pretty well. If you had a, a younger kid, this is actually a cool little thing to maybe, you know, show to some younger kid who's like the Star Wars stuff, especially that Obi-Wan Anakin one as well. But yeah, yeah, you get to see your guys, but that's that. That's eight out of ten. We'll both give it, but we'll move on to Darth Vader. And this is Darth Vader number 25. It is written by Greg Pak, art by Rafael Aenko, colors by Carlos Lopez, and letters by VC's Joe Carmagna. No calm before the storm. Now, is that storm electrical or sand? I, <laughs> I was confused at a point. After listening to the plight of Keister and Wald's community, Darth Vader and Sabe launched an attack against the corrupt governor working with Crimson Dawn. During the battle, Ochi Bastum raced to join the fight, but then the chaos allowed the governor to escape. Now, an enraged Darth Vader has taken Ochi's feeder and is pursuing the governor on his own. Now, if you're going to go through this deal, 
it's not really a lot. I mean, Darth Vader is in it, and it, he's doing, but the story itself isn't that big. I mean, the story, this feels like less of a story than a lot of the things we get with Darth Vader. He's there mm-hmm. with this governor. And we find out that she's been trying to tap into the energy of the planet. She's been taking villagers and things like that. That's bad enough, but it all came from Sabe, who went, oh my God, remember those kids that you you know grew up with on Tatooine and made some speeders? Hey, they're here, you know, pod racers. And so he goes there, and this issue you said to me before we started, the only reason this issue was here is to set up for Vader to get on that huge speeder, that huge <laughs> I pod think racer so. yeah. that looks ridiculous. It's so big. Even at the end. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm never going to say anything to Darth Vader of, oh, you can't go on that. The only person who can do it is somebody else. And I, I'm just saying, go, go, Vader. Just do what you <laughs> want. But in this, there's some weird plays where I, I don't like Darth Vader being involved with anything, especially Imperial. Where people seem to try to think that they're above him. Yeah, you end up at a point him. when, yeah, I mean, there's no questioning, especially, I mean, if you're an imperial and you're doing some sus things. And it's just weird where this one guy just ends up, because basically what happens here, you end up where Darth is chasing the governor. They're on the speeder bikes, very Endor esque. And you have the Crimson Dawn trying to get this governor off planet, get away from Vader. You end up having one of the robot soldiers there who talks a little more than I'm used to uh, and ends Roger up, you know, Roger. having a grand old time trying to kill Darth Vader. But he's not going. So that thing's that. pretty cool. I got to say, she flips back like a uh, ammunition yeah, like cartridge an energy. to him and it's mag- magnetic and it just attaches to the side of the gun. I like that. You see, I didn't see any Roger Roger here is what I always expect. I mean, why are they, did, did they had the battle droids going into this because why they shouldn't exist really, I thought. Yeah, I guess maybe frame. some planets and you have the outer rim like some of those end up with things Leftovers. just carrying on, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, you have that going on and Darth, obviously, he's not going to get destroyed. Like if he got destroyed by a battle droid, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> Um, but they end up getting to this, you know, spaceship that they're going to go and they're going to save the governor. Crimson Dawn's going to save. So then we get page after page here of Darth runs out and he's going to force push or pull the ship back. He's not going to let it escape. Now, he, at this point, he might be able to, like, do crazy things and blow it up or rip it apart or whatnot. But he does seem to want to get them back down, maybe to get this governor and maybe then just choke her out personally. but. He's trying to pull it down. They're going off. And you just have this, well, put the ion engines on. Okay. See, I told you that would work. Oh, no, it's not working. Then do this. Okay, that worked. And they get away. They end up flying off. So Vader's pissed. I like the, uh, you know, Vader who at one point looks like he's like, oh, damn it. Like he's looking up (laughs) in the sky. And then a shuttle finds him and he gets on the shuttle. And so what he's going to do is go up to that Star Destroyer. That you have above the planet where the governor was kind of involved with. And that's where I have the problems when he gets there. But before that, you have Ochi and Sabe. You have the doctor. You have Zed. You have all these things going on. Keister's there. All these people that are still on the planet. Where all of a sudden they start yelling about a sandstorm. And that has to do with also how this governor is getting the power out of the planet and they mm-hmm. lost me at a bit i mean and i'm saying it's not that confusing but they lost me in my interest i didn't know that i was going to be involved in 
oh my god, we got to take down this machine that causes the sandstorm, but looks like yeah, an electrical environmental storm. stuff. And at one point, they're like, I, I think that she made the sandstorm. Well, why do you think that? Because <laughs> it's going against the wind. All right, <laughs> like really, this is Darth Vader. Let's go. And so they're going to try to shut down this machine while Vader goes up to this, you know, Imperial Star Destroyer and goes in. And you end up having, they're Imperials. Now, yeah, they may be Crimson Dawn. They may be all that as well. But this is Darth Vader going on to a Star Destroyer. And you end up having this one commander goes, oh, listen, Governor Tantaza has always served well. And you're just going to have to wait to see what the plan is. Listen, I'm not going to reveal a spoiler here, Darth Vader. But you're going to have to sit and wait and be patient. (laughs) Who is he talking to? Plus. (laughs) <laughs> Anybody whose name in the Star Wars universe is Taunt Taza is going to get a lot of, you know, Tauntaun jokes thrown at them. That'd be I hilarious. Taunt Taza. That would be funny. <laughs> and then, it, you know, while you walk by, while nobody would know this, but I still want to say it, I would be like, boy, I thought they smelled bad on the outside as she's walking by and <laughs> point at her and laugh. Right. And then I'm a bully, so I shouldn't do that. <laughs> but yeah, Darth Vader comes out. I mean, even at the point, Darth Vader. He is cutting in with his lightsaber and then comes in and they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's killed people already. Hey, you're just going to have to be calm here, buddy. <laughs> like, who is he talking to? I, know. I don't understand what is going on. He here. has to know about Darth at this point. I mean, he works in. He says, he called, Lord Vader, we're no <laughs> match for you today. But when, but when the governor completes her mission, I feel certain this misunderstanding can be cleared up. Well, what's her mission? They did. They never tell us, right? And because he says that it's a secret. I yeah. respectfully Spill recommend that you reconsider reconsider this hostile stance. And, and Vader, but Vader at this point, <laughs> dead. They should all be dead. At one point, you should see the Star Destroyer start dipping down to go to the planet because Darth Vader's killed everybody and the thing is just going down. He's just going to crash it. Yeah. And he, you know, you end up having kind of a funny little deal where he calls uh, Piet. MPN, he ain't long for the world, let me tell you. And he's like, hey, you know, Piet, if in two hours I don't call you and tell you, you know, don't do this, you destroy the Star Destroyer. You destroy it. So he sets, it's almost like a, a time bomb, even mm-hmm. the way that he sets it I up. think he'll forget. Yeah. And he's like, by your command, Lord Vader, Piet's just going to be going and coming out of hyperspace too quick everywhere. It's always causing troubles. But yeah, <laughs> says you destroy it. Now, where is the governor? And again, this is just the what's the plan what's going on now are we going to find out that the governor actually is a spy for the imperials to take down crimson dawn that's all i can think of i don't think it would have to be like oh we're sucking power out of this planet i think it has to do with the idea of her kind of infiltrating crimson dawn right now even so i think darth vader at the end if she survives that kills her because he didn't know you Mm -hmm. tell me things i don't need your nonsense but Again, that's silly to think Darth Vader has to be in on anything. But this guy, if that's the case, there's no reason not to tell him right now. If that is the thing you say, oh, my God, Lord Vader, after you might clean your pants up and say, this is a whole deal. We're infiltrating Crimson Dawn. This is through the Emperor. This is through this. This is through that. And, you know, I don't know. It just, it come just clean. seemed weird. That's it your only chance. very, very weird. And uh, it does. yeah, it, but in the meantime, you do have this whole deal of, you know, the others, you know, Sabe, Ochi, everybody on that, they're trying to get to this device that's making the sandstorm that seems to be sucking the power out of the planet. Darth Vader ends up with the shuttle. 
and makes and these guys who drive the shuttle they're pretty funny they end up it <laughs> threw are. me off we're like man that was awesome like you never see that, that after when they drop vader off they're like high-fiving each other in the show that was awesome man i want to do it next i'm like really so <laughs> and you might be right the idea that they get to pronounce to the star destroyer i have vader here and here's here to kick butt that's pretty cool yeah but yeah vader goes down and then says hey go into the storm they don't think that's so cool. They think they're going to die, but they don't. Then even at the one point, I don't know why you have to show Darth Vader almost loses balance because of the storm. It kind of was funny. He throws his mm-hmm. hands up in the air like he don't care. And then they get <laughs> into this place where in the eye of the storm, there's this machine and they have to figure out, oh, man, there's no way out. We got to figure out this, whatever. The only thing left is Keister's old racer, his pod racer, but nobody can ride that but him. And then Darth, I, I imagine Darth Vader's like, he's like cracking his knuckles. And he's like, yeah, let me see about this. That thing yeah. looks ridiculous. It's so big. It's like. Doesn't uh, it look like, it looks like all he ended up, I mean, seriously, he got an older speeder, mm-hmm. right? And attached it to a giant engine. That's it. It looks like it's a giant jet engine with like, you know, a, a toboggan on the top. So we'll see. And if, yeah, it's a monstrosity. It doesn't look like a regular pod race. It's awful. It's, it's, I think that my main problem with that, you get on that, the thing's tipping over on one of the sides. Be funny. Seriously. <laughs> how funny would it be? Darth Vader gets on it and he starts going and the thing's just spinning. And he, he's going, <laughs> he's spinning around because there, there's no way to keep it upright. He's just spinning. Uh, Vader's Do you all think up. he's going to crash it? Is that thing done, you think? I-, I think that by the end, he destroys it. Yeah, it's destroyed, Because, right? again, it, this might be a thing where when he does this, you said, oh, Keister, because Keister's missing. He gets lost in the in the So is Sabe. She gets lost And there. Sabe gets lost. We we would say that Sabe will be found. I have a feeling that Darth Vader wants to, you know, get rid of Ke- and he's going to want to get rid of this. These are memories that he doesn't want to have anymore. You know, these aren't the, the whole Tatooine and that stuff. It just probably reminds him of his mom and then mm-hmm. all of the sand people that he ended up killing women, children, everyone he killed. So I think that maybe it's like, that's it. It's a loose end done. We'll see. But I don't know. I want to see him spinning around and yelling. And then afterwards, they're like, oh, man, you, you were spinning so much. I thought you'd throw up, Lord Vader. And that, as you see, he did. It was in his mask. It starts dripping it's out. Disgusting. It would make, it would make me vomit. Oh, my God. But with all that, <laughs> what would you give it? I, I I mean I'll I'll still give it a seven and a half. I think the art is really good. I'm looking at it as it we seven. flip through it here. I mean it's 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 solid. The story is a preamble to get to the the race or whatever. Yeah, this is I even be. saw there's one there's one review official review up on Cumba Ground Up, and I think the guy ends up saying exactly what we think. This is a okay. We have to do this to get there. You know, a setup issue, but even more so of like. Okay, we got to do these kind of things here, but what we really want to get to is this pod racer deal. And I don't know that that's the greatest of cliffhangers. It's cool enough. We mm-hmm. want to see him ride it, but really, what do we think is going to come out of that? It's just going to ride it. I just want to say, I, I want him to try to start it up, and he's like, this thing's a piece of crap. Doesn't even start. Got to get somebody to come jump it. Yeah, oh, yeah, Batteries really. Dead. Overall, like, okay. It just, it's this whole story with Sabe and going and tying into Keister and these sort of things. It doesn't feel as big. We said it before. It's not as big as the other things, though. It's funny. I wish they were still making pod racer games. I wish that somehow my Dreamcast pod racer game, which I thought was the best one, 
Mm -hmm. uh, that we could get a download of this monstrosity and it'd be hilarious. (laughs) It would never win, but it'd be pretty funny. Uh, But yeah, yeah, uh, I'm going to go seven. You're seven, five, a little more positive. And next week, it looks like we end up well, we had Chewbacca. Uh, I always say Chewbacca first. Han Solo yeah. and Chewbacca came out this week, but because we had the two books, we decided to carry that over to next week. We'll have two books, though, next week with it. One's Afra. We have Dr. Afra. I want that book to kind of pick it up as well. Uh, and we're still going to be going. And, and even then, I, I think it was the October solicits. Some of the solicits I was looking at, and we're still going to be dealing with the same stuff in October, it looks like, in that book. We've got to get you know, past that. There you go. That's Darth Vader and the Star Wars. I would say buy both. I'd recommend getting yeah, both of good. these. Uh, but hopefully they both end up cool next time. And next, it looks like you got a Luke issue coming up in Star Wars, which we need. We haven't had that in a bit either. So we'll have that. And then Darth will ride that that deal. He'll ride that pod racer. We'll see how good that does. <laughs> no. I don't even know. Do you know what they're even saying he has to do at this point? I mean, I know they're like, we can't get out of here. But I'm like, I, I don't really even know the whole process of what they're trying to do. Right? Yeah. And and, and this cover for the next issue looks like he falls off and lands in the sand and dies. So and Also, if you're doing something that has a <laughs> sandstorm and sand, you got to make some browns and some sand. Put some actual sand on the, and on the paper. I don't see any sand. I mean, at, at the point, it looks like they're just sitting there with that machine and it's like, you know, a glade that I just, I don't get it, but we'll, we'll see. But yeah, we'll do that. Uh, next time those come around next week, we'll be back with Afra and the Hansel Chewbacca. See if that dad's still uh, on the up and up or if he becomes <laughs> sus. Also, just as uh, we'll announce, I said it last week at the beginning or the last time, because we just did Han and Chewbacca. That book came out really quick again, but you end up where we, we thought it was a mini and it's an ongoing. So I guess mm-hmm. we're in for the long haul with Space Ranger. Remember, because that was my big thing. What happened to the Space Ranger? We hadn't seen that guy. The Space Lawman. But we'll see. But yeah, <laughs> thanks everybody for listening. Go over to Twitter. WS Marvel Comics. Follow us. We'll follow you back. Then go to our website, WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com. And go to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash WeirdScience. Where you can get a lot of exclusive shows, early access stuff, all that stuff. Just go check it out. All those links will be in the campsite bio link in all the show notes of every show here. So check it out. But that's it. Thanks, Matt. And we will talk to you later. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.